Rough Trade is giving away a third of the first three months of the Rough Trade Club plus new music membership exclusively to 101 Part-Time Jobs listeners. Become a member of Rough Trade Club New Music and you'll receive the Rough Trade Album of the Month straight to your door every month on an exclusive vinyl pressing with bonus material. Club members have received exclusive pressings of albums from Sufjan Stevens, Sprints, The Last Dinner Party, English Teacher and Over Mono, just to name a few, this past year alone. Sign up using the promo code CLUB101POD and you'll get Rough Trade's Album of the Month, Camera Obscura's Look to the East, Look to the West for a third of the usual price. By signing up, you'll be getting Rough Trade's exclusive issue of the album on opaque purple in a gatefold sleeve plus a bonus CD containing five demos. Don't want the album of the month but still want all the benefits? Sign up to the standard tier using Club 101 Pod and you'll still get the first month free. You'll also get free shipping on all orders, 10% off at the bar and on secondhand vinyl in store and exclusive access to sold out Rough Trade events. So don't hang around. Head to roughtrade.com slash club and sign up with the code CLUB101POD. That's CLUB101POD and claim money Money off Rough Trade's album of the month today. This offer is for UK residents only. Do you play in bands? I did for the longest time. And I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing. I don't even think it existed back then. DistroKid makes music distribution fun and easy with unlimited uploads and artists keep 100% of your royalties and earnings. A million plus artists rely on DistroKid to get their music on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, TikTok, Tidal, Instagram, and all the major streaming services. When you get DistroKid, you can see a DistroKid bank and withdraw your earnings. You get notified when you've earned royalties and you can withdraw via the app. And you can even check your streaming stats on Spotify Spotify and Apple. Get 30% off your first year on DistroKid by going to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. 30% off for your first year. That's not bad. We know it's a tough world out there. Why don't you make it easier for yourself? And to get 30% off that free year as an artist where you get 100% of your royalties and earnings, go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash 101pod. All right, stay with me. I'll be right back after this. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Hello, you're listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs with me, Giles Bidder. This is the only podcast where we get to hear from musicians and artists about the jobs they've worked, the jobs they work at the moment, and how they've been able to survive doing what they do, playing music in a world that quite often, more often than not, makes it hard for you to do so. I'm so excited to welcome Bert from Belgian band Teen Creeps. Their new record, Forever, came out in January. It's an absolute banger. If you're into Dinosaur Jr. and Sonic Youth and some Super Chunk and some fuzzy indie rock, this record is for you. Go ahead and find it on their band camp. The song behind this is Toughen Up, one of my favorites from the record, and I implore you to go and listen to it. Thank you, Bert, for coming on this, and thank you, Rory Hughes, for editing. East London Signature Brew have been brewing beers since 2011, brewing beers with bands like Mastodon, Idols, Sports Team, and recently Hot Chip. If you go onto their website, signaturebrew.co.uk, you can make an order to get beers delivered directly to your house. And with the voucher code 101PODCAST, all capital letters, you can get 10% off your order. This is episode 109 of 101 Part-Time Jobs. If you haven't subscribed already, please do go back in time, have a look at what you haven't been able to catch. And I've got lots more coming for you in the near future. Cheers for listening. Here's Bert from Team Creeps. Go out and listen to Forever if you haven't yet. Go well. Cheers! have that yeah have you had that in the past where you get to that point and you're like wow this is this is a strange life choice yeah definitely all the time all the time but i I still managed to get excited from like the little things and i think after this whole shit storm's over um it'll feel that way again i think we we sort of get are getting a reboot now with the whole pandemic thing because i i can um sort of relate to what you're saying but uh I can't wait to to get back out there like yeah, like it's, like i'm 19 again right yeah i mean this this time has been an interesting period i guess everyone's obviously been doing it their own way i mm-hmm. mean what have what have you guys been up to uh we've been mostly postponing our, our new album <laughs> and yeah. uh yeah we've we've tried um writing uh some stuff uh we've been rehearsing um we've we're trying to do some some like alternative uh live stream kind of kind of things but mostly it's it's the first time in our in our uh what is it eight years of existence now that um it felt quiet for a moment and it was a, a bit of a strange thing to have uh yeah for the for, like in march when when it really hits we, we I, because i live mm. in a different city than the others i didn't see them for, for wow. four or five months out we're, we're back to rehearsing because mm. uh, that's allowed for for uh in belgium and uh yeah mostly like gearing up for when 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 we're allowed to play and uh maybe working yeah. ahead a little bit trying to to collect some inspiration for the for the third al- third album but uh yeah it's been it was a strange time to uh to have like a record ready and uh and then like post constantly postponing it because it's funny, like obviously touring is the main way, you know, it's kind of mm-hmm. the, the sort of general consensus. That's the main way that you kind of 
build the foundation of your band. And it's interesting because I guess on the other side, you know, you never find you, ne- you mm-hmm. never really specifically find out when someone gets into your band. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And 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 with with now um, not having that is it's it's sometimes you, you just ask, you just ask yourself like why am I doing this? Sort of the I, I really I really had a difficult time with um, uh, dealing with the amount of time we we had on our hands all of a sudden. Because, uh, yeah, you you make music and and you do this kind of stuff to to go out there and to go uh, to meet other people and to go play and to to have a, a response to what you're doing, mm. and it, it, and then and then it all feels like worth it. And now, uh, yeah, I, at first I had, I had a difficult time like coping with that for for uh, yeah, just trying to write something new. And I don't think I can write something new coming from boredom. I always need impulses and, and and you need to live through things to 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 be able to create yeah those and, life experiences uh, yeah and that's what that's what i'm really missing now it, it must be funny because you know a lot of the kind of music that you play you know it's kind of I, well, it's just like any other you know, kind of band music i suppose but you know people are going to get into your record sitting at home or you know mm-hmm. in car you know if they're driving to work if they're going to work at this time still people are still going to be you know receiving the record you know being interested in it yeah. even perhaps people might even have you know people have way more time to check out new music yeah now. yeah yeah. i hope so i hope so definitely but uh, i mean it's certainly the case with me you know i'm 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 putting aside more time to listen to music yeah, now more yeah me ever. as well uh yeah but, but i've also i don't know i've i'm not constantly checking out new stuff but I'm, I'm I have more time, so I'm like delving into older stuff more. But I think yeah. a lot of people are still looking for for new music. I guess I hope. <laughs> I think a lot of people are doing what yeah, I've certainly been doing, and I've kind of been pledging to myself that I'm just going to go to every gig when things kind of come back. <laughs> yeah, you know, me, I'm just going to. That's, that's how I'm going to spend my time. Now. No excuses. <laughs> no no Wednesday nights when you're feeling a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's it. So you're the you're the second band from Belgium I've had on oh, the podcast. The first else? one was Brutus. Ah, oh, great, great. Oh, they're so great. And, yeah. and it was so interesting hearing their you know hearing their viewpoints on being a band in Belgium, and you know because even though you know I don't want to sort of be cliche about it, mm-hmm. but you know I, I suppose it it might be easy perhaps to feel like separate from the UK, for example, or you know even Germany, far closer. Yeah, yeah, the, Belgium is a weird little country for for music. It's great in a way because there's a lot of great music um, in a very small country. Mm. But that's also sort of its curse. That's so small because um, you're 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 you got you're 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 releasing an album. You're doing five shows and you've basically covered the whole country. Yeah, so, so that's that's the the crazy thing, and it's also yeah we have a little bit with with Holland. That's sort of the logical first step to to go and play abroad, but then there's sort of you can go anywhere because you're in the center of Europe. So you have bands that that focus on France, you have bands that focus on Germany, you have bands that focus on UK. So it's a mm. uh, it's yeah it's a weird little um, sort of um, yeah little abandoned child in the middle of of the continent. <laughs> Have you found your, you know, when you say focusing on different areas and yeah. I mean to, I hope I didn't come across like, you know, the UK is an important place because that's certainly not <laughs> how I feel. But we, we have been, we have been over uh, to the UK way more than we have been, been in France, for example. Why is that being, do you think? I don't know. With our, with our first album, 
some some people uh, at our label were excited about it, and some people at the UK branch of our, our label were excited about it, and they started doing a lot of press for it in the UK. And uh, we got a booking agent there, and and it sort of it it all came very logically. Like people were were pushing us to to come over, and then we we uh, yeah we had a lot of. Um, good uh yeah good press and so we thought like that's the, the logical step to go to first after like the whole belgium and, and netherlands and yeah and because uh, like because i don't know uk i don't know it, i think it has a as a uh, you guys have a a big tradition of bands more than like like germany is like a, this huge country and and uh every city is like its own entity and i think in the uk that's also the case, but but to to us it more it feels like you can sort of piece together like a ten day tour fairly easily, and sort of have the same sort of venues and find the same sort of people. Where in like France or Germany, it's like you you can you can I don't know. It's difficult to find like sort of a, your audience there. You know, I felt when we go to Manchester, if you play a good show in Manchester, that's a mm-hmm. really good feeling. And I don't know whether that's because it's kind of, you know, another big city aside from obviously London or, I don't mm-hmm. know, Cardiff. Um, but there's also the history of the bands that come from Manchester. And I wonder if that does kind of permeate into, you know, what people consider to be, quote, scenes, I suppose, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I know the first time I played a show in London, I was sort of impressed with, with uh, like, well, we're in London. It still feels like something something real. And I don't get that from playing a show in Frankfurt or, right. or Marseille or something right. like that. It's definitely the history definitely has something to do with it. Well, I, I interviewed a, a band that are incredible called Hey Colossus, mm-hmm. and they just put yeah. out an amazing record called Dances Curses. And they, uh, on their episode, they said, you know, we just want to play in New York. Playing <laughs> in New York would be the best thing ever. And you know, I, I played in New York and it was, and it was fine, <laughs> you know, and their band is really quite something special, you know? And so it's interesting. Yeah, I know them. They're, they're great. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, and they're amazing, aren't they? And it's so interesting to hear them say, you know, all we want to do is play in New York. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, th- I think as a musician, you sort of set yourself some, some weird goals sometimes. Definitely. And it makes sense to set those targets because then you have something real kind of something to work towards. And when you said earlier, you know, you kind of, do the thing that makes sense, do the thing that's pragmatic. I suppose that's interesting because when you start the band, you know, all you want to do is kind of take those little steps. The first mm-hmm. one is playing a gig and then going on tour. And then I suppose you kind of have to wait for things to come to you in a sense. Keep pushing it, uh, keep trying in a way. But uh, I, th- I think a, a big thing for us has, has always been um, the sort of uh, making a, a cohesive records like because because we when we started it was playing and and maybe booking a little tour but then when we first when we did our first album and now definitely with the second one i I think the sort of um the the making of of a like a cohesive album that's that's like something i i'll 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 be able to to enjoy and to work uh for like five six albums uh along along the way if you know what i mean touring can like can maybe I can I can imagine a situation where touring will uh, feel like a like a hassle or like a, a job, but making a record will never do that for me. 
I can totally understand that because you know that's that's emotions, their stories. Yeah, and that's like oh, you always start with a blank canvas, and like like touring, there's there's the whole social aspect of it, which is really nice. But there's mm. also the whole sitting around for twenty three hours a day aspect, which I can I can imagine at a certain age you might not enjoy as much as as you as you did when you were twenty three. And I suppose that's kind of the one of the underlying kind of big questions of this podcast is that obviously touring takes up so much time. Whereas if you, you know, you could make six LPs over the Mm -hmm. course of, you know, as, as many years and still be able to have a job at home and still be (laughs) able to pay rent and kind of live a sort of semi-normal life. Yeah, I hope so. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I I think you'll always have to sort of fight for your, um, your right and 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 your time to to be able to do that and yeah and i think yeah i think the the main drive with a lot of musicians is that they'll do whatever job they can in order to be able to sustain making uh sustain the the life that that is making music and making uh, their art what's your story what's your personal story of that um, I uh, went to uh, what's the right word in English, like recording engineer school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm um, I'm actually uh, I'm, uh, I'm 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 trying to to do this music thing all the time, every day. <laughs> so I I, I I I produce and mix uh, albums for other bands, and uh, besides that, I teach a little guitar to uh, sort of yeah to to have a little bit of a a buffer or a. a, a in some way, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 uh, I'm doing this this music thing uh, all in at the moment, which is not the best time in history. But uh, I, I really, 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 genuinely love doing uh, doing it and, and producing and recording and mixing and, and doing all the, the old tech, technical stuff as much as I, I do yeah. writing and playing it. And and now for the last year, I've been. I've been locked up constantly, like behind a computer, behind speakers, mixing. So I really look forward to playing again. But uh, yeah, it's 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 music every day from from uh, getting up to to going to bed. I often wonder with with producers. I mean, it's almost like start, starting a band two point because it's <laughs> like you kind of have to buy buy some expensive shit and then make it back, right? Yeah, sort of. I try not to to do the whole gear slot thing too much, but but mm. of course you're you're always. I mean that that's your your craft. So so you're always yeah, you're always checking checking out new stuff. But but I I tend to to um, when I'm I'm going into sessions, I tend to to work wherever the band wants to go. So I tend to work a lot in other studios, freelance there, and then. Uh, take everything home to mix brilliant and i suppose that, that makes sense from a business sense as well right because you know your overheads yeah it does and also like buying a space and then setting it up as a proper studio is such an expensive uh, thing and and also who knows what what the whole studio world will look like in in 10 years so i'd rather be like on 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 my feet and, and flexible and uh and i also just like like coming to a new place and, and, and having the, the feel of, all right, we're going to make a record here and, and we all we only have one mic and one speaker and no no yeah. leads. <laughs> I, really, I like the sort yeah. of the MacGyvery DIY approach to it. Yeah, I understand that. I often think, you know, the, the, the kind of the coolest things that I experience in life are 
the immediacy, the things that have the immediacy that, you know, and I wonder if, you know, when you go to a new place, you feel that energy, don't you? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But I also like going to a really expensive place and, and like have <laughs> 17 vintage G- German mics for one rectum. But uh, I just like the, the whole the whole spectrum of it. How many records do you have you made, roughly? A tricky one. Like, I'd say, like, uh, uh, full lengths, maybe it's like 15 or 20 that I've worked on now. And, wow, we're building your LinkedIn profile. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my Discogs mostly. That's the one I uh, I, I keep I keep updated. <laughs> but uh, like EPs and it, it's all last last two years have been pretty busy. So I'm I'm a little bit uh, I'm looking at like my little uh, thing with all the records I've done over here and trying mm-hmm. to count. But uh, yeah, it'll be something like uh, something like tw- fifteen full lengths that I've worked on, and and, wow. and, and like that's a lot. I was I was, uh, I was in um, in music from like when I dropped out of high school. High school, I uh, not didn't drop out of high school. I mean, I um, graduated. Sorry. So I was my first. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't I'm a high school dropout? <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, the the language. But um, I, I was uh, I was I've always been in in bands, uh, recording bands, and and and. Uh, since i was like 18 so so my first mm. like releases were when i was 17 or 18 years old but that was as a musician and then i sort of rolled into it and and uh now i've been like doing the production mixing thing for four or five years i think yeah. great great and i think it can't be it can never be understated that you know like so many bands um you know, you you were eighteen when you started releasing records, and between the ages of eighteen and twenty five, you know, you grow up a yeah. lot. You know, yeah, your yeah, perception yeah. of the world does change, and your identify your you know the way you identify yourself that changes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what, what over those years? What I still think that that it's that it's changing. I still feel like with every every record that we do or every show that we play, something I learn something new, and I really try to make a conscious effort of, of keeping that uh, mindset you know like sort of the the and i think i think from a, from a like a a, um, a craftsmanship uh, perspective i still i think like the last two years i've been sort of like knowing what i'm doing like for 100 percent but uh yeah i still I, I still try to keep that that sort of like that 18 to 25 energy that you're referring to sort of i keep i try to keep that uh sort of uh yeah i really chase that that energy i still i want i want to learn every day and i want to sort of change my mind i want to be able to change my mind about stuff and i want to try new stuff every day The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com i was watching that beastie boys documentary there's one bit where 
you know, Ad-Rock says he wants to be able to, to change over time. He doesn't want to just kind of think it's good to just to kind of, you know, double down on all your... Yeah, yeah, definitely. I really, uh, I can really relate to, to that that uh, idea. I want to be able to to do something now that I'll find shitty in two years as well. That's sort of a... Uh, and then maybe by the time you, you get to a, like a position where you're, you're a little comfortable, more comfortable in your, your craft, I think that that's when you sort of settle down. But I still feel like like making what doing what I do and making records and, and being in music, everyone has a different approach. You meet new people every day. So so they're like sort of the, the possibilities are, are, are endless. So why try to I really hate sort of the 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 idea of like oh that guy has that sound or or that guy always does it like this i can never imagine like doing everything the same way or making everything sound the same way for uh yeah that's sort of a so i really i really like that uh that sort of a philosophy behind um making music and making albums i wonder if it can be a a kind of plague to some bands that maybe or or you know to any musician really to kind of somehow lose that in the in the shuffle you know in the process in the mess yeah, of it i think that's that's uh that has that has happened for quite often no but I, I don't i don't think that that's something that happens uh intentionally or, or deliberately yeah i think if anything you have to work against it right i've i've, I've caught myself thinking um quite a lot of times over the last two years working with uh, professional bands like like uh, where I'm in a scenario that I'm producing or mixing something for a band who actually makes a living from it, that like I'm holding their future in in my hands and maybe I shouldn't be trying this or maybe I should should not fuck this one up or you know so so I've 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 sort of caught myself thinking the same thing. So I think that that's not something that happens deliberately, like choosing to to sort of do whatever is going to be successful and sort of sell out in a way. I, I don't think that that's, that's often a deliberate choice. I just think that's sort of, it can happen from like sort of a, um, a self. Um, protection. Yeah. Protection. Cause I guess th- that is sort of, that would be playing it safe. I suppose if you've got one mm-hmm. album down and it's going quite well. Yeah. 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 Then I suppose, you know, some people, you might not want to take a risk. Um, yeah, definitely. Which is ironic because maybe it's that risk that gave you that spark to people in people's ears, in people's eyes in the first place. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think that's that's a very um, like like personal journey for every every musician, and uh, there are some people who can sort of uh, st- stubbornly do whatever the fuck they want for their entire life and get away with it, and then there are some that just need a little like some luck and and get a little push, and then there are some who just. Uh, do one thing very very well and and keep doing that so uh have you had any moments in teen creeps where you know it's been going really well and then maybe a few months later things slow down a bit and you accidentally let yourself slip into kind of i suppose doubt we we started trying to to write a third record before this one that just came out uh did and Mm. I I I think that we sort of started writing from from because we're now like two albums in and uh, we sort of have our way of working and we sort of we started um, just doing this 
the same way and the same method of writing. And uh, I remember that like at a certain point I had to sort of, I was listening back to to some of our, our demos for, for uh, our upcoming album. And I realized like, oh, this is not, not, uh, not, um, not doing it for me anymore. So I think we're at that at that moment right now where we sort of, but now with the with Forever coming out, we sort of have that on our hands. But I think like with the with the third album, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna need that sort of a um, new impulse, maybe, or or maybe find a new way in, or maybe try to challenge ourselves. So I think we're at that moment right now, actually. It's it's so interesting, isn't it? Because you know, kind of being honest with yourself, I suppose. Mm-hmm that's a that's a challenge in itself yeah yeah definitely and and definitely i've i found it i i found it very hard to to say it to the other guys like like okay this is we've already done this to my to my feeling that's that's not a not a, a fun thing to say to to your your bandmates and your best friends that you that basically like what what you've been working on over the summer is just not doing it for you and sort of we can sort of like maybe start from scratch or so uh but well i'm i'm confident that that um like if if we're able to be uh be out there again and playing and sort of have a little more energy and, and new impulses that'll that'll find a way in but uh yeah it's been such a such a weird time as well and, and definitely for like a a rock band that needs to play together and 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 write together it's it's been sort of challenging i must say when when you've worked with other bands has jack and that's do you think that that's give helped you kind of gain a perspective on on yourself and you know your relationship with the other people in team creeps uh yeah yeah definitely but but some not not always for the better i think i think sometimes i'm i'm, I'm too aware of all the um elements on the table and i mean i don't mean that like musically but but sort of working with with a lot of other bands um the whole psychology of like a recording session or making an album sort of um you sort of start to to learn a lot about that and i'm I'm, i think i'm i'm with teen creeps i'm sometimes too hyper aware of what we're doing and i just need to Mm. back down and rock out (laughs) No, I understand. I understand. Maybe there has to be a kind of the sense of danger, like risk, yeah. you know, kind of like, fuck, what are we, you know, <laughs> what are we doing? This may, is fun. May, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I haven't thought about it that way, but that, that's, there's definitely some truth in there. Yeah. Cause I suppose there's always going to be that element of mystery and, you know, going back to the surviving element of it. I mean, being a producer in this time, you, you must have got quite skilled at surviving in the last year. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Unfortunately, I do. I I just really miss miss uh, the physical release of of playing music in front of people right now. And I think for a, for a band um, uh, like Teen Creeps, it's, we really sort of need to like for with with the new album, all of the songs on there or most of them were played live before we recorded them. So we really need that sort of that information from the audience or that information from just playing in front of people that, that you get. Uh, and I think that's, that's sort of the, yeah, the, the risk that you were referring to, like sort of the, the, 
putting a new song on the set list and being a little scared and like, like shit, do I remember the lyrics or, or I don't really have like a second verse and will some people notice that I'm just going to sing the, <laughs> the first verse all over again. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, yeah, that's maybe that, that, that little risk uh, element that we, that we miss now. And you know, you yourself in, in the, in the last year, you know, it, without having to produce bands, have you had to kind of um, be adventurous with, you know, making money and surviving we're able to i was able to do a lot of work actually this this year um and the first like we had like a, a big lockdown in in march and that was that was scary and that was um then like uh, a lot of stuff just dropped but then the moment like the studios could reopen in the summer I was, uh, I was, uh, I felt like, like, like the whole country had written an album and they all needed it recorded <laughs> in June or July. So it's, it's been really busy actually. And, and, and in a good way. Um, so, so I was basically recording up until the second lockdown, uh, started and then I just, okay, now I'm going to mix everything. And now I'm just still sort of like processing a lot of that. Brilliant. And I suppose that must've been nice to take your, you know, have a kind of respite from the teen creeps record yeah yeah definitely and and also sort of like like i felt like i really had to like a year um years worth of time of like really getting into my craft and really getting into specific stuff and and like setting my my little studio space at home up properly and like developing a workflow and like really nerding out on on the specifics so that that's been that's been like the yeah. sort of the positive side of, of everything definitely did you produce forever? I, I, I don't produce uh, Teen Creep stuff or mix it. I'm just a hassle. Is that a, <laughs> is that a conversation? Is that something you've you know told yourself? You know, where does that come from? That's, that's, uh, that's come very naturally. Uh, and it's now with, with this album that I get that question sometimes. But uh, I would never... I really like, like being in Teen Creeps because it sort of triggers my, my, my musician side. And sort of like mm -hmm. being able to be one of the three guys in the band and sort of do something together, and we're sort of we're a very democratic band, and we we really like a, like a tight knit unit of like like three piece and best friends. And I, I would think like if I would ever produce or make something that sort of gave me a little like like sort of an extra vote in a way. And and I, I really I really I'm really too fond of, of what we have as a as a as a three piece and as, as friendship wise and, and 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 creatively that I would never even at the moment consider producing it or or, uh, or mixing it even I'm involved and and I know how I'd like stuff to sound so so mm -hmm. that that aspect of me is is definitely. Uh, Aspect is definitely like um, coming up in in the making of an album, but uh, I'm not gonna be like, uh, oh, why are you using that mic on the bass drum? <laughs> so I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll leave the the, the guys who, who know what what they're doing. I'll, I'll we we pick guys that we trust and and we go to places that we know for and uh, yeah. But it's it's really nice to sort of like not be worried about like everything for a moment in the studio it's really nice to 
be able to step up to a, a vocal microphone and be like, can I can I sing now? Or, or And just not being like, oh, is it, is it plugged in? And what's it going into? Brilliant. Thanks so much for, for chatting to me, Bert. I mean, just to end with, you did a, you played forever front to back in a live stream when it came out in February. Are you going to do any more of them? There's, we're going to do some more live stream stuff and, and sessions and so, like some stuff like that just to sort of keep us busy and, and keep people, um, yeah, just to keep bringing the music to uh, to the people just until uh, we're allowed to uh, to come to venues again. Give us something to watch and yeah. enjoy and turn up loud and piss off our neighbors. Uh-huh. Please do. <laughs> great, great. Well, Bert, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being up for this. Thanks for, for having me. Bert from Teen Creeps, go ahead and listen to Forever on their Bandcamp. Thanks for listening to 101 Part-Time Jobs. Thanks to Rory Hughes again for editing. Here's Cox Barra. I've been working all day for me mate on the side Running around like a blue-ass fly I've been working, yeah I've been working all day for me mate Every bleeding minute I've been on the go This is a Mighty Moon Media Podcast. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.